You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard The Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As we have just watched Clone Wars shattered, I feel like my mind is shattered. Uh, So (laughs) many things... (laughs) To discuss, man. Yeah. Wow. Is is all I can say. Um, you know, we I mean, like, we knew this episode was coming. We knew what this episode was going to be about. Um, another great episode in this four episode arc. Different. Uh, I I feel like. Um, I mean, it's still amazing. It's still great. I just I feel like I feel totally different after watching this than I did last week's. I suppose. Um, because, you know, we kind of knew, okay, this is about what's going on. But uh, just initial takeaways, and then we can really start dissecting this. Uh, yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm with you. I mean, we used to take a pre-workout back in the day called Shattered. And I, I literally feel <laughs> like, like I'm on that right now. And I just absolutely just, just uh, so much energy uh, just, just pumping through the veins. It's crazy because I don't know. I, I was just, I've been reading articles and looking at stuff online and... I do feel different. I'm I'm like you in that I feel different because now I know things. Um, I go all the way back to when I watched Revenge, and I think about how I remember theorizing and and talking to my friends about what's going to happen in that movie, and then now years later to get more details about what happens when our main characters step out of the council chamber and the conversation continues with someone else. Like it is mind-blowing to me and it's fantastic and i i literally just can't i'm i'm so excited i and it's weird because you know i know the 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 fight between ahsoka and maul was super epic and it was awesome it's beautiful and to have ray park doing the the motion capture stuff is so sick but like this episode it, it really does take you back to the first like clone wars movie where ahsoka shows up and she's there and this is about her being Anakin's Padawan and their relationship and her relationship with the clones and, and Rex. And it really gets, gets back to that. It's, it's, it's all just, it's there. It's so well done. It's so well written. It's so well, you know, uh, shot and everything. It's I don't know, man, I am blown away. And I think I do like this episode more than I liked last week's and that's crazy. So, 
Yeah, it's wow. It's just so interesting to get to see Ahsoka's side of this um, and, and what's going on. Again, you know, this arc is so weighted down by we know what's going on in Revenge of the Sith. Um, I mean, so many things happen, right? Ahsoka saves Maul. Uh, yeah. you know, frees him so that she can, he can create a diversion. I was really hoping, um, you know, she hands him. She, I, I thought she was, she was going to hand him a lightsaber oh, God, yeah. there for a second. And I was like, Oh, I would totally love to see Darth Maul with, um, a lights, a blue lightsaber. Just, sure. be, just be a cool, just, it just, it would just be a cool thing. But, you know, it really got me thinking, um, think about this. And I think this is actually, it's really great that they chose, Ahsoka to capture Maul. Um, the more I, the more I think about this, the more I think about just how much more it actually helps impact the story. Because in the span of a few days, right, Anakin takes out Dooku, Obi Wan takes out Grievous, and Ahsoka captures Maul. It's like literally yeah. everything is happening at the right moment. Um, I mean, this, this should all be good turning. things. Yes, these are, should all be good things, but. You just have Sidious, you know, Palpatine back there pulling the strings and wow. And then I'm really glad, actually. So we did not get an Anakin Ahsoka moment. Now, I really hope they do not try to do one next episode. Yeah. Where yeah. I, I, that I think would ruin it. It would, add, oh, that would be, I really, really hope she does not try to contact him like next episode and we get him, you know, post order 66, like her and him have a conversation, like maybe on his way to go fight Obi-Wan or something that, ah, that I, 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 I like the way it ended yeah. in a very Anakin Obi-Wan, you know, similar moment where he gives her the lightsabers and, and all of this stuff. I just, yeah. So I really, really hope, and I don't think we will, but I really hope we do not get one next episode yeah I, I don't think we will either because i think you're right it does set up a really good parallel between what happens with obi-wan and anakin's goodbye and then when obi-wan confronts him later i mean he is a he's, he's a sith lord i mean he's he's now on the dark side and so same thing will happen with ahsoka which so that's all so that's set up that has been well set up and i think you're right that's that's delivered um we appreciate it and we're thankful uh it, it's awesome so we, we don't need any more of that but but yeah i i um Man, you, you bring up a really good point. You know, the fact that these, that Grievous, Dooku, and Maul are captured and contained or killed or whatever is, it, like, and they are now aware of, like, Palpatine. Come on. I mean, like, like this is a win. This is a win. But it's, it's this cloak and dagger. It's this deception that has been laid down for so long. And, I mean, fives. The, the who could have been the, the the hero of this whole thing no one paid attention it's it also shows like you got to listen to everyone and, and it shows you how rex was so concerned about uh the the complaints and and sort of the concern that was put forward by one person one person does matter and we need to listen to each other we need to listen to everyone um and and kind of go through that process it can be tough but like it's it's i don't know so i i was getting so many different things out of it uh it, it was it was it was crazy like I'm shattered. I'm absolutely shattered. You know, at yeah. the beginning of this, there. Um, well, let's just let's just can we do, we just dive into the episode to start kind of from the beginning and, and work yeah. our way through. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you know, at the start of this again, uh, Maul, Maul is captured, and it's just sort of unbelievable uh, that that it's not unbelievable. I mean, it's it's a it's a tribute to who Ahsoka is, and her whole arc and her whole journey has led her to this this you know 
put her in this position where she is strong enough, she is powerful, the force is with her, and she can capture Maul and bring him back to the uh, Jedi Council as a citizen, by the way, as a citizen. Not as a Jedi, not as anyone, just as, a, a, as your average day citizen. I thought that was huge. That just sort of, you know, again, tells all of us that we have a responsibility to be good citizens and, and, and to do that work and take care of, you know, those around us and everything and, and, and our society and what have you. But, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was cool that she was able to do that. And then what is the thing that they, I mean, this, this, they put him in this Mandalorian, um, like, you know. Yeah, some sort of, some, it, I, I, for a second, it, yeah, I was like, hold on a second, is he in Carbonite? Just because they, they show it from the back and then you get to see closer. Uh, so yeah, some sort of uh, chamber, right, that he's in that kind of prohibits his his force abilities. Yeah, again, this is just our initial reaction to this. And I don't know if this, this seems kind of new. I don't know that I've, uh, I don't remember this. And maybe there's some connection to Legends on this. But this was something that they created that could contain um, a, a Jedi. Uh, or someone w- who is who's force sensitive. This is uh, a relic from the Mandalorian people, and it kind of uh, is is a tie back to what the what the armorer says later on in season one of the Mandalorian that they once did fight. That Mandalore did fight in these these wars, or that there was conflict between uh, these sorcerers with with powers that they could use the force. So that's kind of cool to see that this is here, and uh, it was something that was supposed to be destroyed. They had saved one. And thankfully, this this is it. This is the last one, and they have Maul like like put in this prison. It just looks um, super scary. It's really intense, right? You can see his eyes every time. His eyes are most of the time they're closed because he's concentrating on this time on it. Like he, I think he's he is deep in the dark side of the Force. He is powerful in the dark side of the Force, and he is doing some form of meditation and monitoring events. He knows that the time is is very near, and Ahsoka gets that same thing. They both experience. Um, a really cool scene in, in Star Wars history, actually. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, you see Maul um, kind of trying to meditate, whatever he's doing. He knows the, the time is, you know, the, the, t- the time is here. And I like that they kept going back and forth, um, you know, as Order 66 is, is kind of taking place and, and Anakin's struggle um, you know, we see that a little bit there after Anakin, after Ahsoka and Anakin or Ahsoka and Rex, excuse me, have that conversation, um, which we saw in that teaser. Um, you know, they, he walks out and then Order 66 happens. Uh, and then, you know, Ahsoka's standing there and she feels the, you know, what's going on with Anakin. Like, and we hear those voices and we act, it's actually, it's Hayden Christensen for most of it. And then, um, Matt Latner, who yeah. voices Anakin a lot, um, and so, boom, the, they kind of added in that last line there with him, which I thought was cool. Um, give him one last kind of line as Anakin, which is which is cool. Yeah. Um, so we get that, and then you have, the, but they keep as the as all of these things are going on, they keep going back and forth between Ahsoka and Maul. So you kind of get to see both sides of feeling the Force, mm-hmm. and then you know she goes and frees him, and that's what she says. You know, she says. He says, like, I'm sure you felt it, too. Like, yeah. Ugh, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It just reminds me. I think of Jedi Fallen Order. I think of that scene where um, you see Cal Kestis Master. I forget, I forget his name. But um, mm-hmm. experience Order 66. And he's like, it's almost like he's having a heart attack or something. Because something, it's so deep. Um, yeah. In, <laughs> in what's happening. Yeah. And, and I have to make a connection back to um, the originals and, and, and George Lucas. One of the best things that they did in episode four is when Obi-Wan feels a great disturbance in the force. 
Like, never forget that. That was one of the best things that they did. He 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 it, he felt that like a like a million voices had had cried out in fear and and um you know anguish and were suddenly silenced. Like that echoed across the galaxy. So what's happening now? Um, not even just I mean, so what's crazy is is that um what we really see, so it happens in stages, right? I mean, Anakin turning and and this whole like him being like how much power is going on and being sort of like, like, like the force is so strong right there between Palpatine, Mace Windu, uh, Anakin. It's so much that like Maul can sense it. Ahsoka can sense it. I do now wonder, um, are there others, you know, as I'm guessing, you know, like, like, like Obi-Wan and things like feeling what's happening. You can almost feel that there's something wrong with Skywalker. There's something wrong with Anakin. Um, and, and I also thought, are the, it's interesting, we are, we're seeing the Padawans, we're seeing the apprentices feel this from their former masters. And that maybe have, have been a reason why they're more in tune with this and, and they can have, uh, you know, like not all the Jedi maybe felt it, but it is a great disturbance in the Force and it's it's centered around the dark side. So Maul feels it, Ahsoka feels it, and uh, it, it almost brings her to like her knees, right? I mean, she, she is so uh, shook by this. And I guess we need to back up a little bit, too, because she had an opportunity to tell the Jedi Council about Skywalker. And Rex says, you didn't tell him about Skywalker, right? right. I mean, that that was the yeah. whole thing. Like, like she had that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, and it, wow, just, and just one last moment to make Mace Windu look like a jerk. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah you I know. know what I mean? But then, but then you get that convert, then you get that, that, uh, Obi or the, excuse me, the Yoda kind of Anakin thing where Yoda's still lingering on. So, you know, I'm actually wondering in this next episode if Ahsoka might contact Yoda. That might, I, I don't know. I just, that was kind of what I was thinking after this. I was like, we, I wonder, you know, this next episode I think is going to be about Ahsoka and, and Rex kind of making it look like they died. I mean, there's Darth Maul still on that ship. They were, you know, talking about destroying the escape pod. So yeah. I think that's going to be the first bit of the episode is a little bit of, okay, how do we get off? Where do, what happens? Um, you know, Maul, I'm guessing going off to the kind of the crime syndicates, uh, you know, kind of, sure. um, that might be interesting. And then I guess that's kind of, I think that's, you know, if it's 30 minutes, I think the first 15 minutes is going to be kind of getting off this ship and kind of, you know, resolving everything that's going on right now. And then the last 15 minutes is going to be, I think it's going to be fast. I think the last 15 minutes is going to be fast because you're going to have to have Ahsoka and Rex kind of, you know, maybe conceal their identity, their identities. And then who knows? I mean, who knows what that final, I think it's going to be like Ahsoka and and Rex like walking together or something. Sure, yeah, like yeah. Is, and I, is, is kind of my last what I think the last shot will be. Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. That's cool. I, I yeah, I'm going to save my uh, yeah because I got a, I got a few ideas here about like based on some stuff that was said in this episode. I kind of I, I have an idea of, of a scene that might be might be kind of cool later on um, or you know next episode. So and it, and it goes back to that moment where. Yoda is is talking with her and and she says that she's a citizen not a Jedi um and doesn't Yoda say something like you know I don't know well he at well he he, he points out that that she that she says as a citizen and he says not as a Jedi and she says right. not yet right yeah let me let not me yet pull it up here. Yeah, Be because I thought that was interesting I was like huh yeah so okay well that's that, that, let's talk about that scene for a second so I mean that's like very early on um, 
So we see the scene from Revenge of the Sith, right? Mace Windu, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. And then right after it ends, right, of what we see in the movie, um, immediately Ahsoka walks in. So that's kind of interesting to think about. Just like that's happening, like exactly, you know, like Ahsoka walks in. Yeah. And so, yeah, it is Yoda, not as a Jedi. Uh, she says, no, not yet. And then she says she wants to talk to Skywalker. Mace Windu says no, because, you know, he's a jerk. Um, he, he's about to air quote die. Uh, you know, we have, we have some theories on that. We may, well, we are going to do some episodes on later, yeah, but, yeah. um, yeah. And then, so that doesn't, that doesn't end up happening. She doesn't tell them what Maul said. Um, right. Which is just crazy to think about because, you know, then that pops up the idea. We just did an episode on our YouTube channel. Could Anakin have saved, or could Ahsoka have saved Anakin? Um, and we were kind of centering it around the idea of like, what if she had talked to Anakin? Well, now I think that act, that may have actually been more important. Had, had yes. not had she t- not had she t- talked to Anakin? Because I still don't think there's any way that you know in that episode you can go watch it on our YouTube channel. We we focus. It's mostly Padme. I think it's just all about Padme. But if it's Mace Windu and Yoda coming to Anakin being like hey hold on a second we gotta you know let's let's take a let, like let's take a breather here for a second because the only thing is that all these things happen in motion if anakin hadn't gone to meet with palpatine that that night where he tells him he's the sith lord then order 66 wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. um i mean i still think it would have happened i just don't think it would have been like that exact moment i mean palpatine yeah. still could have you know gone back to the drawing board or or uh, you know i mean that's what really revenge of the sith is revenge of the sith is all of these things are happening and it's so fast that it gets, it just gets out of, out of control. I mean, all the, I mean, think about how smart Palpatine is, right? He gets all of the Jedi all spread out. Yeah. Cause yeah. if they're centralized, if they're centralized, then okay, they can band together. It's sure. a lot harder. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. So let me jump in here because um, I think like, like here's where we're getting to the, the scene we're talking about um, Anakin has gone to, Palpatine to inform Palpatine that General Grievous, you know, that, that Obi-Wan is in aggressive negotiations or has killed him or what have you. And, and that, you know, this is good. So that's where there's, that's when Mace says, you know, um, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi, um, that the dark side surrounds the chancellor and he needs to give up his power. And if he doesn't, they're going to intervene. So they've sent the reason Skywalker can't talk to Ahsoka, right? Is because he's, he's there, correct? I mean, he's, he's going to speak to Palpatine Mm -hmm. about this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, while you're doing that, I'm pulling up the because uh, I have it saved the days mm-hmm. of 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 the events and as as they're taking place to see exactly like when is this exactly taking place and everything. Yeah, because I think I think Mace Windu says to Ahsoka in that episode that that's what Anakin's doing. Because I was like, oh wow, he's going to inform Palpatine. Right? That's why he can't speak with her, and so she holds back. She doesn't speak to Yoda, um, even when Yoda's alone. I mean, even she still has a chance there to speak to him about you know um what's going on what's troubling her more to say have you he even gives her that second opportunity to say something and she does not um and it's because she, I, she does not trust the jedi order anymore she's realized through you know uh through trace and rafa that they've they've lost a connection to the people that there's something off and she doesn't quite know what to do about it and and yoda does call her still a padawan at when she leaves and so She's still kind of learning, but yet if she would have, if she trusted Yoda and she felt like she could come forward and speak. Now, at Anakin had been there, I think she would have said something. She felt she feels very comfortable with him. She still trusts him. She would have said, this is what Maul told me. I want you to be aware of it. I'm coming to you directly. And it's one of those things where 
you know, like, like if you hear something about somebody else, you want to go directly to that person. You want to talk to them and you want to try to, you know, work things out or whatever. Um, and I just don't know that she really knows what, uh, I mean, Obi-Wan had said to her in previous episodes, the council is not always right, Ahsoka. So I think that kind of amplifies, we almost need to do like a part two to our, our you know, Ahsoka what if situation. If she does say something to Yoda, Yoda is literally at that point, I think going to turn and call a virtual, like a, like a hologram Jedi council meeting right now. You know, Maul said, what? Get Skywalker. They might have taken Skywalker into custody. I mean, like, just for his right. protection or something. Like, that, because at that point then, because we were, in our speculation, we were thinking, we didn't know that there was a, a chance or an opportunity for for Ahsoka to speak to someone in power like this. Like, maybe Obi-Wan, um, may, you know, maybe Anakin directly, but if, if she's just intervening and speaking with Anakin, like the, like, the gist of that was that, you know, he's thinking, well, Ahsoka, I mean, it's it's like, He's the master. I mean, he, sh he he knows what to do, and that's his whole thing, is that uh, he also thinks the Jedi Council is holding him back and that they're not giving him the rank of master, that they're not teaching him things. And and uh, and he says that. He confides that to Padme. So it's unlikely that he's going to listen to only Ahsoka. And again, I guess you could even make the case that it's unlikely, even if Ahsoka tells Yoda, uh, Windu, and Obi-Wan, and they all kind of confront him, and these are his mentors and they care about him, um, it's even unlikely that maybe they will help him out because they don't have what he needs nor would they approve of what he is going to do they won't approve of his relationship and, and, and the love that he has for padme um and 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 all of that so he's really in a, in, a, in a very interesting uh position and it just gets more complex knowing that ahsoka was there and had the opportunity to speak to yoda and that maybe something right. could have been done there is potential well you know the crazy thing i mean think about this for a second though so in the, so yeah, so I have I have it pulled up here. I, I this is like my favorite tweet ever, just because the timeline of Revenge of the Sith is, is so crazy. Um, okay, so day four is when Obi Wan kills Grievous. So in day four, Obi Wan kills Grievous, and Anakin goes. Palpatine tells him who he is. He goes back. Mace Windu and those guys are killed, and then Order sixty six happens. I mean, like immediately following it. I mean, like he gets up. You know, he's Force Lightning. He's drained execute order 66 mm -hmm. so we're in so that's where we're on day four so obi-wan's way off you know on on utapau he's mm -hmm. he's kind of out of the equation but you look at all the jedi that are still there i mean you've got you got anakin you know just before he just before he he turns you know kit fisto mace windu yoda well is yoda on kashik Kish is yoda yeah. on kashik he's on yes. kashik yoda comes back the next day yoda's like back um because he goes and he goes and faces palpatine the next day um, which, you know, is crazy. Like the crazy thing is, is if, if Mace Windu hadn't acted immediately, then it could have been Mace Windu and, and Yoda I like know. going in, going in to talk to Palpatine, which like arrogant. that they no, have become well, arrogant. They, that's what the whole idea is that they, yeah, they're overconfident. If, if, in it, their if it had been Yoda, if it had been Yoda in that group, instead of, you know, like the other two scrubs that aren't Mace Windu and, and Kit oh, Pisto, uh, whose, yeah, names I, yeah. whose names I was reading. I mean, there's no way. I mean, there is, it would been over. I mean, there'd been. There been nothing, nothing that yeah. nothing that he could he could have done. Um, I mean, right. so much hinges on this day, and now you add in all this Ahsoka stuff, and I think it's done really well because a lot of times you look at the cartoons and you think, ah, eh, you know, it is it's kind of it's not really the main story, but this like Dave Filoni is so great at just blending the stuff in and adding weight, but not having it ever like try and draw away 
from the main source material. Yes. Um, yep. Because this is this is all complementative stuff, and you can create great stories. I mean, that's what I love having now watched Rebels is Rebels is great story in its own right. Yes, you come across these characters, but they never detract from uh, you know like the main story, right? Like, there's never anything in there that it's like, okay, well now this is going to hinder the you know the original trilogy or, or you know mm-hmm. whatever yeah. prequels prequels in, in in Clone Wars case. So. I mean, it's just it's just crazy to think about this Ahsoka, her role in all of these things and all of these events that are going on at the same time, because I I mean, man, her decision to not say anything is like huge now. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's pretty telling because now you, you think about Anakin in the situation where, OK, so let's say Anakin goes because, I mean, you know, Obi-Wan obviously knows. But, you know, Yoda and Mace Windu and those guys, it seems like, don't know that Anakin has a wife, which, again, is also, like, pretty absurd. Like, again, I mean, you know, it's... I know. I mean, they can't they can't sense the dark side guy. They can't sense that Anakin has a, has a you know, has a wife when clearly, um, when he's a little kid, they can tell that his thoughts, sense, you know, are, are centered around his mother. So, you know, what's, <laughs> you know, what's going on there? It, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I mean, there, yeah. there's that, but... I think that if it's Ahsoka that is kind of there, then, you know, worst case scenario, Anakin gets kicked out of the order. But, I mean, they're willing to let Ahsoka back in, so I feel like they would be willing to let Anakin, you know, back in. Or even if he gets exiled, it's like, he's still got Ahsoka and and Rex, and Obi-Wan will still be his friend, and whatever. He can still go do whatever he wants to do, and he and Padme can you know, go live, go live their life. Cause I think that if he had actually went forward and said like to Yoda or Mace Windu, Mace Windu and Yoda would try to find a way to save her. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, it wouldn't, it maybe it's, it's not going to be some dark side power or something, yeah. but yeah. there's, they're, they're so Mace Windu, especially so set on, you know, kind of keeping him in check and all this stuff that that's the reason. I mean, Palpatine, it's so easy because, Oh, well I can tell you how to do it. Yeah. And he's the only person really offering him any help. Right, right. And and he, here's something else, another layer, I guess, to Anakin that I've thought about for years and I've never really, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, the idea in, in episode one when Qui-Gon Jinn shows up and it really, I guess it's it's sticking out to me right now in, in Clone Wars because Dave Filoni and these guys have done such a good job of showing us what a disconnect there was between the Jedi and 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 the people that they were meant to serve. Uh, and that's sort of what Trace and Rafa's arc are, are meant to show us a little bit that there's this disconnect and Ahsoka is seeing that. And so it's not then, you know, episode one, it's a disconnect to an outer rim world uh, where there's slavery and the Republic doesn't exist. So, OK, that kind of makes sense. We can kind of see like um, the like you, you see the Jedi as being this different, really elevated um, what warrior, peacekeeper, sage, whatever you want to call them. Um and, and so so there's that. But then now when you see it up close with the people who they live around and interact with on Coruscant, you're sort of like, wow, something's been lost. And I, I say all that to say, uh, Anakin, the reason I don't think he, he wants to give up this idea of being a, a Jedi and rising high and, be, and gaining the rank of master is because it has become a a very powerful position to be in. I don't know. I know that the, the Jedi aren't supposed to feel um, like that, they're supposed to be humble servants, and they're supposed to be 
you know, the force is their ally and, and they're, they are, are keepers of the peace. And they have turned into something else. And Anakin, I think, wants to stick in this order. He wants to rise. He wants to, like, in his mind, as that slave boy on Tatooine, he thinks if he continues to rise here, he can do great things and make great changes that he has almost like you're gaining more and more and more power. And what's what's wild is you see with Obi-Wan in Episode 4, you see where the Jedi fall and, and where they, they kind of go back to these roles of being like more of a guide and more of a you know a peacekeeper, a sage, and and not someone who's commanding armies. You know, that's that's the wild part, is that they're they're supposed to be the ones sitting with the two generals, like negotiating the peace. It's what I loved about the Jedi Apprentice books that I used to read growing up is that, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan and those uh, those books would go and they would negotiate peace and they would try to get to the bottom of assassination attempts and and sort of plots and stuff like that. And they were servants and they lived humbly and things like that. It just it's and I get that that's still uh, maybe the case, but it seems like some of that is lost. Like, why doesn't he just want to why, why can't he just walk away from the Jedi? Um, it's because Anakin's looking for things. He's looking for something from Palpatine to save his wife. And so that's why he needs that. He's also looking for this stat, the status in the in, in the Jedi so he can do things like he said he would do for his mother. I'm going to come back and free you. I'm going to come back and save you. And I get that she's dead and that has hurt him and stuff. But he, again, is is someone who is compassionate. He does think of others and he does want to help. But at the same time, he's become, as Yoda and these other people will say, arrogant. And they've become blinded. This th- Their abilities or their, their position in the Republic has elevated to, to them to where they're not in tune. They're, they're more... Um, they're, they're involved in more of this political gaming. And actually, in Master and Apprentice, you, you really get to see that when the senators would interact with the Jedi quite a bit. And you, you would see them at socials and these gatherings and stuff. And they would go speak to senators about, you know, things that their planets needed and stuff and, and what have you versus. Uh, and it was great because Yoda does then say, like, we need to go there ourselves and you need to look into it. We need to get among the people. But over time, that gets lost. And I, I don't know. So I just kind of think like like Anakin um, is like like in revenge. That's what he's dealing with. I mean, the Jedi, you know. He, in the same movie, he's upset that he's not given the rank of master and he's not elevated to this position, which he's worked so hard for. And the Jedi can't give him what Palpatine, you know, is 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 offering. And these, there are these things that he needs. And that's sort of it's why it's so believable that he goes to the dark side. I mean, it's it's why uh, right. someone would turn and you're sort of like, no, Anakin, we love you. It's like you're you're one of the best. Um, and it's just such a that's why it makes it so hard to kind of watch, you know. So anyways. Um, I don't know. And then Ahsoka, I think, is dealing... She, her story is, I guess, helping amplify that. All of what I just said there is just is to help it kind of amplify that and highlight that, uh, that there's this this huge disconnect and that there's this loss of trust from a for, former Padawan with other masters. And and you've lost faith. And that that is actually what Mace Windu was worried about when he said, should we inform the Senate that we've, that we've lost our ability to use the Force? And Yoda says, no. Only multiply will our adversaries like they know the position they're in. So I don't know. It was it was just a lot. And I and I, I, I have to keep saying, you know, Ahsoka says that when asked, you know, as a Jedi, she says not yet, which tells me, Matt, that there is like she and you look at rebels and you look at where she's going and, and this whole arc uh, that she's on. She's more of a Jedi than than any, I mean, almost any other Jedi that we know. I mean, literally is is just true. Uh, and, and fights for the people and is a peacekeeper. And I don't know. I just love her so much. 
So, yeah, well, you know, real quick, I, I want to back up a little bit to what you were what you were kind of talking about there, um, because something was just kind of coming to my mind. You were talking about going back to episode one and and seeing like Qui-Gon show up and 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 all of this stuff. And I think that, you know, oddly, there is in episode in episodes one through three. There's a lot. There's also a lot of politics that are being played. Um, and if you look at Anakin's upbringing, you know, you said that he wanted to. One of the things, one of the reasons he wants to be master is so that he can go back and free these people. Well, you know, Anakin kind of jokes about it in episode two, but then talks about it in episode three is his actual kind of viewpoint on politics, right? Yes. Like, yes. And, you know, if you go back, I really encourage people to go. I read through the episode one novelization. And so there's just, there's a lot more. It's not really canon anymore, but um whatever i mean i don't think they're gonna go back and rewrite another one so um in my mind it's 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 canon so um you know there's just a lot more in there about anakin's kind of day-to-day life um and the novelization right yeah the novelization yeah the novelization of of episode one so if you go back though and think about anakin's upbringing anakin is is brought up on tatooine where the people power is power right i mean the huts control everything yep and then Watto is in control he owns him he's a slave right so the people who have power are the ones who are able to get the things done that they want to get done mm-hmm. you know yes. that's why that's how know, he was raised he, exactly and that's so that's his the system upbringing. he that's knows what, yeah that's the system he knows and i think you know he kind of jokes about it in episode two um, you know, before he and Padme roll around sure. in the fields. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But, and then he talks about it in episode three and she's like, oh, what are you, what are you, what are you suggesting? And then, you know, he says, I've, I've done this. I've brought peace and, and galaxy and, mm-hmm. you know, to the, you know, to the, yeah. order everything right before he fights Obi-Wan. So that there's also that kind of political mindset and belief that I think is actually real in in anakin that i think some people kind of just easily overlook because we always think well he's a jedi and all these other but i i mean his uh his kind of mindset and belief about the way the universe works i think is different than that from say yoda and windu and stuff like that i mean um the episode three novelization has a really really great line in it um that says you know mace windu has a secret love he loves the Republic. Like he loves mm. the, you know, democracy and, yeah. and all of this stuff. And I think that's a really cool line. Um, yeah. And it's just, I think it's just different. I mean, you, you just, if you watch Clone Wars, you know, you see so many times when, Anakin, I mean, just this season, right. You go back a couple episodes, episode four, when Anakin and Obi-Wan are on the bridge. I mean, I, I, he, I, he acts different for a lot of reasons. Right. Some may say it's arrogance, but I think there's some more to it with kind of his political belief system. And I I think that that, so there there is kind of that foundation. But that's just something that the Jedi, I think, view as differently. I mean, I think you can go back and almost talk that that I mean, Qui-Gon is certainly for negotiations and stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's so interesting to see how somebody has a different kind of mindset and the Jedi immediately kind of. Yes. I mean, Obi-Wan says, you know, you master, you know, you and the council, you're already in enough trouble with the, you know, with the, with the right. council because he views things, he views things differently. Ahsoka views things differently than the council. And rather than saying that's a different viewpoint, they say, oh, you know, we're, you know, it's, you know, kicking yeah. you out and all this stuff. And I think that's actually something that we're going to see 
expanded upon in the High Republic book series. I think that's going to be, I think we're going to see a lot of different viewpoints on the council. And I think we're going to get to see how, I think the, the point of this High Republic um, book series and, and kind of new era we're going to, I think the end of it will be, we'll see just how actually it is that easy for it to fall. Because, you know, when you start an episode one, you say, oh, God, there's so many Jedi, right? Yes. Like, yep. how are they so, how does this, how does one Sith Lord easily take them down? And I think we're going to see kind of the, the you know, bureaucracy and kind of the politics in it, in this, in this upcoming book series. Yeah, I think this is huge. I mean, again, we're talking about the Clone Wars and it, it's a war and it's, 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 you know, politicians have orchestrated this and a Sith Lord is, is, you know, basically got the Jedi all wrapped up and in, in, involved in it. Um, a couple things I just I want to touch on here. So you're absolutely right to to think about because even in, to, to think about Anakin's political you know um, ideology and his upbringing and how that in, impacts him and influences him. Um, even he and Obi Wan kind of get into a little bit of a you know um, like, like a back and forth about Chancellor Palpatine. You know he says like you right. think about it, Anakin. He's been in power for far too long, and it's because and he said well the Senate you know requested it. You know, he's, but, you know, search your feelings. There's something wrong about this, right? And But to, but to Anakin, that would not be, uh, you know, something that would raise an alarm. And and But to Obi-Wan, it is. And so I, I don't think they have really thought about it. And I also get, too, that is sort of why they don't want to train someone who is of a certain age. Because look at everything that Anakin brought with him. All of this stuff. He was old enough that he had learned a lot. And a lot of um, habits and, and ways and beliefs were ingrained in him from an early age. That's 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 interesting. That's perspective. Uh, that makes us think about you know each of us, our upbringing and our political beliefs and things like that, and what and what how were we taught? How were we raised? Um, have we changed any of those views? How hard is it to change? All of that kind of stuff. And you actually get that in Rex as well. They were talking about the war, and and he and Ahsoka are talking about how, you know. Um, she questions this war uh, or that, you know, the, the, the Jedi's role in it, right? That they're keepers of peace. And that's how she was brought up as a, as a young, young Padawan. And then she's thrust right in here at this, at the start of this war. And Rex says, it's all he's ever known. That's all they've ever, this was what they were created for. So when you speak to them later on matters of, of war, and if you were a pacifist or someone who wanted to, you know, come talk to them about um, why they're, you know, it, this is what he was made for. And, and it would just be, I guess, I guess it's a way to sort of show us that, from a certain point of view, we have to think about things from a certain point of view, and it may be someone else's point of view, and and to help us understand them and the situation, and then where our role is in that situation, or, or what we can do to to help or, or make the world around us better. Uh, we have to know what's going on in it and what people are are dealing with. So so yeah, that that's a fascinating, that's a deeper level uh, th there, a deeper layer that I, I didn't know we were going to get into this episode. And that's hey, fantastic. We, we just go, man. We just go, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but, um, man, I don't know. So, so that was, that's, that's really cool. But, uh, yeah. Okay. So no, let's, 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 I guess, shift back here just to some of this, um, uh, stuff in this, in this episode, because I did want to bring up, uh, fives and I did want to bring up the idea that I brought up earlier, but just the fact that there was a potential for this to be stopped, Ahsoka still cares. She's still getting a hold of Rex and doing everything she can. What did you think of the whole thing with the droids? I mean, I love anytime. They, yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Was, They're saving the day I mean, the again. Droids, the droids, the droids totally saved the day. And then, you know, not only do they, 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 they kind of capture Rex, right. And then Ahsoka standing behind him, but then they, it seems like they, they don't, they don't really show it because they focus on Ahsoka 
but do they pull out the inhibitor chip? Because I mean, I feel like that'd be like a surgery. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So like, when they yeah, when they put him in there, yeah, exactly. They they um the medical droid and then that that's there's like arms and stuff in there, and they do pull it out and it's removed. Yeah, that's sort of why he's he's good to go. But I mean, I go back to what Leia said. You know, never underestimate a droid. I mean, they are like literally there, saved saved the day. I mean, uh, I just couldn't believe that little tiny uh, connection, and I was like, wow. Um, so, so yeah, and, and her, her Ahsoka's relationship with droids, it's just funny. Her and R2 and then these droids and then moving forward uh, and Rebels and stuff. Just anytime I see her interacting with a droid, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, and it's cool. It's it's so neat, too, just that, that she has that little yeah. uh, moment. You know, the, um, I mean, I, the other thing I think we should talk about uh, real quick here is that Rex at one point said, hey, there's, you know, the are some of our, I think there's a there's a bigger almost more evil plot going on with our inhibitor chips mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's just ignored it's just like yeah whatever i mean right right exactly and so that was the thing too when ahsoka was asking him about the scale of this it was everyone it was the entire grand army that was and she was like she because she said how far is this spread like is this is this everywhere i mean it, it sort of showed you that ahsoka no, that she didn't see it coming, nor did the council, none of the Jedi. No one sees it coming. No one even knows. The only people who would know about this, like not the citizens, not really even the senators. Um, and and it's it's again, it's brilliant because Palpatine orchestrated this attack on him, which then allows him, you know, to. I mean, he he knew he foresaw that ultimately they would attack him, and if they did, he and he when when they did, he was going to use the army that he created. To, to wipe them out and have them spread so 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 far thin that uh, and away from each other that they couldn't help one another and support each other and that maybe a few would get away but for the most part he would be you know ridding the galaxy of the Jedi and it's just a master plan but but yeah you're right I mean uh, you know fives back at, or, or, early on in Clone Wars you know actually has trouble with his chip and starts and comes forward and makes these complaints and these in these requests and you see the hollow. Um, where Ahsoka is, it, he's talking and giving his report, and it's classified, by the way. And she has to use Anakin's uh, pen. She knew his his uh, his security clearance. And by the way, that's after uh, Order sixty six has been issued. So if you were any other Jedi and you were looking for security and you right. were trying it to get not, there, it, it wouldn't have worked. worked. No, yeah, which that was that was a good detail in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just a little tiny nugget that she uses his, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> wow!" So that that means that's why that's why again later in, in in Revenge we see him leading troops into the Jedi Temple. He is not a Jedi. He is not on their list. Um. So so yeah, I also was was wondering too. I'm like, man, Ahsoka's just still on the list. She's a Force sensitive. I thought maybe she's off of it, or maybe she's not. They're not going to see her as a Jedi because she keeps saying, "I'm a citizen. I'm not a Jedi. I'm out of the order." Um. So, but, but yeah, they, they, she's still considered, um, a Jedi. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So, okay. So I have, I have, I'm looking, I'm looking at the here. Okay. So this is roughly day four, right? Um, so the question kind of is, you know, as what, what do you think, what, like next episode, man? Like, so if next episode kind of, I think is going to take place over a couple of days. So, I mean, so day five, which would be next episode, right? Yoda comes back. This is where he and Obi-Wan break into the archives to see what's going on. Um, Palpatine gives his emperor speech and, you know, Anakin goes and destroys the Trade Federation. Mm -hmm. So now it's almost like, hey, the war's over. I think we may, you know, it'd be kind of interesting to say, well, Rex is the only clone possibly left, I'm assuming, on that ship. But... 
it's going to be kind of interesting to see what Rex thinks maybe about all these clones now shifting sides, like becoming stormtroopers. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that could be cool. I really, man, I, this, this next episode, I hope is really like 45 minutes. Cause there's, there's yeah. just too, there's just way too much <laughs> to try to cram into like 27 minutes. I mean, what was yeah. today's? Today's was, yeah. So today's was around yeah, close to 30. I yeah. mean, there's just so much you'd have to do. So it just kind of decides what days they try to, they try to, they try to put this on. Are we, is it going to take place before? Like, you know, if ah, crazy, so, are we like Obi Wan? Is he going to reach out to Ahsoka? I mean, that's what I'm saying. So okay, yeah, I I, I really Yoda, do. Think, I don't know, man. Like right. I, so this 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 episode that we're currently on has shocked me so much in that like I seeing her reach like, speak again to the council. I never thought I I didn't think I'd really see that. Um, and so now I'm sitting here going, is she going to speak to you know Obi Wan Yoda again, Padme? Um, like, are they going to try to go there? Bail Organa, probably, you know, and in his connection to like knowing her and then her becoming Fulcrum later on, um, like who's going to know that she is, you know, around available, still alive, survived order 66. Is that going to be known? And and to who is it going to be known? You know, again, there's the signal that is calling. It's a distress signal calling for all Jedi to return to the, to the temple. Will she start to head that way? And then pick up the new message that's Obi Wan telling them be, that this is a trap and, and you yeah, need to, I mean, to flee. If she talks to Obi Wan, she you know Obi Wan, I mean, may see you know what's like what's going on here. I mean, that'd be crazy. Um, God, there's just so much that happens so quickly. I mean, it just depends on when this is going to happen. So again, I think the first little bit of the episode, hopefully, maybe it's like ten minutes of like them, you know, getting off the ship, and then Maul goes off and does whatever he does, and then it's going to be Ahsoka and Rex doing stuff. Um, I mean, does she contact Yoda because Yoda, so, you know, again, we're on day four right now. Day five is Yoda goes back to Coruscant, but he doesn't even fight Palpatine until day seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there, like, there's some time there where Yoda's kind of making plans, figuring out what he's going to do. Um, yeah. yep. so she, so there's, she may contact Yoda in there, which would be crazy. God, it'd be so insane to think of. If she can, if she, if she talks to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And can I just say real quick, as I'm looking yeah. over the, I'm just looking over the, this is a great tweet, by the way, I've retweeted it. Um, yeah. and, and again, this all goes back to, uh, it was, it was 2005. It was a conversation with, um, Pablo Hidalgo, a Q and a, where he kind of broke down like, okay, this is day one, day two, day three. You can find it online. If you just kind of search and there's plenty of, of sources out there. Yeah. Um, my God, just looking at these images, the person, and this is why I really hope she does get a conversation with Obi-Wan, because one, we know that there's an Obi-Wan series, you know, coming at, at some point. But to really see, you know, we think about Anakin so much and everything that's going on with him. But to look at everything Obi-Wan Kenobi loses in episode yeah. three is crazy. Right. Man. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's so heartbreaking, really, yes. when you sit and look at it. I mean, he loses the Jedi Order. <laughs> he loses Anakin Skywalker, his best friend, who he has to kill. Then he loses Padme. I mean, Padme has been his friend. Yeah. And now yeah. if you could just add a soak into it where it's like, no, we have to go off. We have to do our own thing, whatever. Maybe he has a conversation with her. Yeah. Um, because he could have a conversation with her where he tells her, like, you know, I can't, you know, I here's what's going on. Um, and, you know, maybe she doesn't believe it just the same way Padme doesn't believe mm-hmm. it and then you know is it 
Is it pre-fight with Anakin? Is it post-fight with Anakin? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, poor so Obi Wan Kenobi, by the way. Good God, man, it's so. You're, you're talking about my boy. I love Obi Wan, <laughs> and and here's the thing: the Force is with him. I I actually think, and this is one of the, the thoughts that I was having about like a really cool scene that we might see in this next episode, um, which would be if she does speak to Obi Wan, and she says, "I should have told the Council." I should, I, you know, Obi-Wan, I'm sorry. I should have, I should have said something, you know, I had a chance to tell Yoda and Windu or whatever. And, and Obi-Wan, you know, being the master that he is, steals himself, right? And, 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 and basically helps Ahsoka through that and says, I mean, he, he, one more lesson, you know, like, like a final lesson from Obi-Wan. And it's, and it's that, like, again, whether it's this, you know, failure is, is our greatest teacher, something along those lines, but where he, he basically says, this is, I'm his master. You know, I am Anakin's master and I should have seen this and yeah. I will do what I must and I will go correct this. And it's sort of like it's it's him getting ready to go <laughs> deal with this, you know, with his apprentice, with his apprentice, by the way. Let me let me remind everyone that Anakin Skywalker is Obi-Wan Kenobi's apprentice and, and Anakin Skywalker betrays the Jedi order, betrays it. Uh, and 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 Obi Wan loses everything, and this is his apprentice. And again, he does love him, and he does care about him. That's why he tells Yoda, "Send me, right, for the Chancellor. Send me for the, for, for for Palpatine." Um, and and Yoda knows not only is it is it about power, it's that I think I think it's just that that initial moment where he's still um, trying to wrap his mind around this being uh, true. And I think that he's he's having that moment with Yoda. I think give him a day or half a day. And let him really let this sink in, and and the wisdom of Yoda sending him to Anakin, um, like like we'll, we'll kind of we'll see that with more clarity because he's the master, and and it's it is what Anakin says and, and Vader says later on. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master, and it's time for the master to step up, <laughs> and he's got to step up, and he's going to talk to Ahsoka, and he has to go deal with this. There's one more thing he has to do. And if he can hamper the Sith in any way, he needs to try. And he needs to salvage whatever he can. And if it's to save Padme and to save her children and to, and to preserve hope, then that's what he has to do. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I, I so hope there is some little tiny conversation. And again, it could also happen with Yoda. Um, I, I, I think Bail Organa is involved in all of this. He seems to know that they're all around and, and stuff. So and, and he's there on Coruscant. So that could be uh, fascinating to see. But But yeah, I mean... Like I don't know. I it's mean, just, like, like the only thing that could know, be crazier it, is if we it, saw as we saw Mace Windu walk away from from his fall. That would, you know, oh my like, god! Could you imagine? <laughs> could you? I mean, literally, that would I would lose my mind. Um, but but uh, it, mark my if that happens. By the way, c come back to oh this episode. God. I I. I <laughs> but but I I don't know, man. I I it's gonna be epic. And you're right. I guess continuing on with our our predictions, we do have to take Ahsoka and Rex somewhere together they seem to be in this together and you look at rebels and 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 um you look at some of the other clones who also had had removed their chips were they able to get a few more you know or or is it just something like those folks kind of did that on their own or what's what's the deal you know behind that how, how do some of these other clones get rid of their chip and then once they do by the way they are essentially um traitors you know right. they they have now turned to rebels themselves and they've they've got to uh fight against their brothers and stuff, and that's exactly what Rex does. He shoots his own men. That was huge, and just realizing that 
And, and, and again, if you're Rex, he's going to have to deal with that. He's going to have to think about that. I mean, that's that's the first time you've ever, you ever saw that. Ahsoka had to fight against these these people who were wearing, you know, um, like, like a mask, like a helmet with her markings, with her Togruta markings. Like, that's crazy to me that she had to go through that. And it's so um, it's so hard because they had such respect for her, you know, um, and, and, and then so Rex, same thing. He's going to have to deal with that. And, and really the way you deal with it is they were also the clones were also betrayed, you know, that they were used and, and they were pawns in this war. And that's where I think you can get you generate a lot of sympathy. They don't know they are under the control of a dark lord, truly. Um, and so, so yeah, that that's going to be another element to to Monday's episode. By the way, it's on Monday, May the fourth. Right. With everyone, yeah. So, well, and and yeah, you can join us right here on Hyperspace oh. Hangout. Man, we are going to be it's going to be it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot to process. I can't wait. Um, you know, on like Tuesday or Wednesday to go back and just rewatch these four episodes um, and then probably watch Revenge of the Sith. And maybe that's what we'll do next Friday is, all right, let's let's sit down, let's rewatch these four episodes and Revenge of the Sith and then kind of piece it together and say, OK, sure. now that we now that we, let's rewatch these, see what we think. Here's what's going on and then and go from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, you know, yeah, as you say, afterwards, we're gonna have to do a lot of, uh, you know, thinking on this, meditating, uh, making the connections and, and, and everything. And, and really, I do think we're gonna save this for next time, maybe Monday, maybe even after Monday. Uh, but there's been interviews with Dave Filoni out there, where he's been talking about the end to this series and how emotional it is and how good it is that, like, there's closure coming, he didn't think he'd have this. And uh, it's just been really, you know, he's, he's had to wait, you know, he wanted these things to drop. And after the first two of the last four uh, dropped, he did an interview with Entertainment uh, Weekly, and he's been kind of going around doing a few interviews with different folks. And so it'll be really good at the end of all of this uh, to hear him maybe do another interview and talk about whatever he can talk about, the connections and what it was like going through this, what these things mean. Uh, and again, he's a guy who likes to sit back and say, what do you guys think? What does Matt Nez think? You know, uh, what, what did they think about the episode? What connections are they making to episode one, you know, and Anakin's upbringing and stuff? Like, I mean, how far does the, does does uh, an episode of Clone Wars take you in conversation? I think it's crazy, and I, I, I love it. Uh, that's it's why it's so good. It's such a good blending. Uh, and I don't think we'll ever watch episode three the same. I don't think we'll ever watch episode three the same. I think... Like I'll like I'll go look at it now, and I'm I'm as I even think about it, I'm just like, wow, I'm gonna be thinking Ahsoka just stepped in and spoke with the council, yeah. like, yeah, crazy. Okay, so. so crazy, so craziest moment. What what what's the one thing if you could have anything happen, you're hoping for? We see like some kind of a tease or something, but you know, like that would mm-hmm. you know big big time Star Wars thing here. Uh, can I pick two? I mean, I have to. Well, yeah, you pick whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, so okay, so. I got, a couple crazy things that I would love to see. I would love to see some type of connection to, you know, Order 66 just, it just happened. And Ahsoka just dealt with it. Um, and again, we're going to follow Ahsoka, so we're not really going to see, like, like, will there be other Jedi who are also answering this distress call? Um, will there be other Padawans, maybe, who are, whether if, even if it's Ahsoka and she's sort of like, they come across another ship, and that ship is carrying a Padawan learner who's trying to get back to the temple. And she says, "No, it's a you know, it's a trap or something, you know." And, right. and um, maybe some interactions between some of these lingering 
Padawans that we've heard about that the Inquisitors will hunt down later. Um, I've already brought my, my, my Mace Windu thing, which I think would be absolutely freaking nuts. That'd be, nuts. Not that'd, be <laughs> that'd be the best thing ever. I'd be, that I'd, would be the best be thing all, ever. I'd be all for it. If we saw him walk away or hit him, him in the shadows, even just a silhouette of him somewhere, it'd be freaking nuts. Um, but, uh, what was the other thing? So, so, uh, yeah, the, like I said, the conversation again with Obi-Wan or, or Yoda, uh, would be awesome. I even think Padme, I think you can throw Padme in there as someone that she could go speak to. Um, maybe not about like what happened to Anakin. I don't really think that she's able to speak on that. I don't really know what she would say. So I'm just thinking about interactions that we could see her have. Um, because it really, the story has to kind of follow these two, doesn't it? It has to follow Ahsoka and Rex. And it's, it's kind of got a, I, I don't know that it has to. I yeah. mean, I don't, I, mean, I don't, I, like, I don't you know think it's going to bounce would... around to other people. Well, I mean, Anakin's been Anakin. Obi. I mean, this series is really Anakin, Obi-Wan, Ahsoka and Rex. I mean, those are like the four kind of main characters. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I mean, any any. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things Do you do. You know, we thought maybe we we would have saw something with Mandalorian that would kind of with the Mandalorians and maybe tease tie in somehow to to the Mandalorian. We didn't necessarily see that. Maybe she goes back to Bo-Katan but I feel like that's over um, uh, yeah I think so you know, too yeah. yeah I just I just think I mean I and then they might show us what Maul does I mean there's there's there, there's gonna be Maul that, yeah you know Maul 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 they might kind of push forward a little bit too because that's really I mean that's really kind of the the one other piece you know we know a little bit about what happens to Ahsoka with Rebels but then we don't know you know, there's the book, the novelization, which which you've read. I haven't read. Um, yeah. When does when does that take place? Wait, which one? The Ahsoka, not the Ahsoka book. Oh, not not very long after, not very long after this. Yeah. So when she's when she's kind of on the run and and she goes and um, she's hunted by an Inquisitor. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. The, the, yeah. the Ahsoka book. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know the exact timeline on it, but it's 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 not okay. too far. Why? Why? What, what are you thinking? Well, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about like you know. What, what do we know? I mean, you know, when this ends, what do we know happens next? I mean, oh, yeah. Really That's why I brought up Bail Organa. I mean, yeah, we really don't yeah. know a lot of what happens to Maul. I mean, we know he shows up in Solo and then he shows up in Rebels. But I mean, that's kind of a big gap to really be like, I don't really know what happens to him in there. Yeah. And, and, and actually, I got to think here, too. So actually, I got to take back that. But I'm glad I'm glad you brought up the Ahsoka book. I think maybe. Yeah, no, he, she wouldn't interact with him at all. Like that would be a surprise for him. That has to, that has to be a surprise later on. So yeah, that's my mistake. Yeah, that, that's so. Yeah, you do have to think about what do we know later on and who she had interactions with and whether they were surprised that she was alive or not. Um, yeah, that's that's a really good point. So that that will that will kind of change things. Here's something I was thinking though. Like when when you look at Clone Wars, you often had episodes where it would just be Padme going off on an adventure. She would go with Ahsoka. She went a few times with with, with Ahsoka on an adventure. They did their own thing. Uh, they might talk to Anakin and the council or a senator or something, um, but they had their own thing. The droids had their own episodes. You know, there were there were these episodes where these other characters, Mace Windu, where he led a group into battle and, and did this thing. He's with Anakin. Um, so they did do a lot of that where you still had your main, main cast, but then they would also weave in like, oh, Yoda's going to go um, learn more about how to become one with the Force. So you might actually, uh, I, I guess we could see sort of some of what these other characters are dealing with and, and sort of get maybe not with Ahsoka there or because we're, we're really just been we've been centered on what is going to happen with Ahsoka and what is she going to learn here in this last episode. But we might flash over to a private conversation that takes place between two other, you know, Jedi or or a senator and a Jedi that has nothing to do with Ahsoka and Rex. 
Um, and they could still do that. It still fits inside of the, the you know, Clone Wars style and format. Right. So yeah. it's just crazy. That opens it up that opens it up to a lot more. I mean, this there needs to be some closure. I think Rex is gonna have to deal with with some pretty intense stuff and he's gonna have to maybe there's gonna be a few other um it's it's how are they gonna get off the ship, right? I mean, how are they gonna Exactly. You know, I mean that's gonna be the first little bit, I mean, is is that is them getting off the ship and then maybe they hear that the, the droid army's done. I mean Yeah. Yeah. And we're all supposed to go back to Coruscant for something else. So And like and like you said, Maul's off doing his thing, he's gonna get away and, and go. Right wherever so um but yeah it'll come down to these it'll come down to some pretty intense dialogue and conversation there's not I mean, we're not looking for any more epic fight we're bringing this is true resolution we're looking for um these moments that are that's why i say like if this is the last episode what's that big thing what's that big final piece you know right yeah what's uh, that so What's that? Yeah, what's the ending thing? So I don't know. All right, well, guys, let us know. What did you think of this episode? What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's a short turnaround here um, for the next and final episode of Clone Wars. But we are excited. Ez and I are going to be going nuts on Monday. Uh, it's going to be May the 4th. So, you know, come check us out on YouTube. For sure, we got a lot more videos going up there. Stay tuned here on the podcast. You know, send us an email, whatever you guys want to do. But Oh man, it's just crazy. It's awesome yeah. as I'm just, I'm pumped. So I know, I know. All I'm right, guys. Good. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace and our next episode, we'll be discussing the final episode of clone Wars. be sure to send us your thoughts, theories, uh, still send us your origin stories or any of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crocs. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.